Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Thrilled to be with you. Bunch of stuff to talk about. So a lot of uh, people from different universities uh, talked to our politicians yesterday. Uh, the politicians asked difficult questions. The people at the universities claimed that they were doing everything they could to fight anti-Semitism on campus. And at the same time, a lot of that didn't seem to match up. And I could play a bunch of audio of the politicians asking questions and the people essentially trying to avoid and lie and, and dodge uh, that stuff. But I think something much more powerful and one of the things that went viral yesterday was a statement made by a student, uh, Bella Ingber from NYU, and how she feels uh, going to school every single day. So I'm going to play a bit of, of her uh, statement that she made. Uh, she made it uh, directly to the press. And I thought, again, that this probably sums up for a large majority of the people that are saying right now a uh, campus is uniquely difficult for Jewish people in our country. It's just crazy to say it, too, by the way. Our country is is having uh, some challenges uh, that I didn't expect us to have, uh, and I'm not exactly thrilled by it. And I'll get into why I think it's sort of uh, the the height of hypocrisy on the left to be okay with hate in some places and claim to be the side of the aisle fighting hate in other places. But here we go. Here's what uh, Bella said. Being a Jew at NYU is walking to class and passing torn and defaced posters of innocent hostages with the words occupier and murderer written across their faces. It is going to Bope's library to study and being interrupted by unauthorized protests where students and faculty call for a globalized intifada revolution, an incitement to violence against Jews everywhere, and a call for the annihilation of the Jewish state and my friends and family who live there. Being a Jew at NYU is being surrounded by students and faculty who support the murder and kidnapping of Jews because after all, as they say, resistance is justified when people are occupied. It is being surrounded by social justice warriors and self-proclaimed feminists whose calls for justice end abruptly when the rape victims are Jews. Okay, that is powerful. And that last point is exactly where I think the conversation deserves to go. So, and this is the way that I want to talk about it, and it's political in nature. And I know that a lot of this, uh, probably a lot of the young people who are creating the atmosphere uh, that Bella is saying makes her feel unsafe in school on campus, uh, probably the young people creating the atmosphere aren't doing it for just political reasons. Although I guess they overwhelmingly vote on one side of the aisle. Uh, that's my assumption. But so, so very often, Right now, you are told that the side of the aisle that is willing to hate people, uh, the side of uh, our political society uh, that's willing to prop up the, the bad people in our world are the Republicans, are the conservatives. Mainstream media says that all the time. How dare anybody be willing to vote for Trump? He's obviously terrible, and that means everybody who votes for him is terrible. And so from that standpoint, that high and mighty, that I'm better than you, a standpoint that often is taken uh, by the left, that often is believed, uh, I think, by a lot of people who vote and support the other side of the aisle. One of the claims they make is to be woke, is to be accepting, is to be willing to hear when someone is claiming to be a victim and say, all right, uh, we got to stop making this person a victim, except if they decide that this victim is deserving whatever uh, punishment they're getting. And surreal uh, to me 
uh, the case that right now so many feel uh, that people uh, that are Jewish deserve this level of vitriol because of what's going on in the Middle East. It's it's uh, so difficult to fathom. But again, the more important point to me is how often the left does this, where they're the height of hypocrisy. Uh, you can't make uh, these comments or those comments. You can't say this thing or that thing. Uh, but free reign, if you want to crap on men or white men, uh, say whatever you want. Everything's okay. Nothing's against the rules. And again, I'm not trying to complain about that specifically in this. There's much more important stuff than that, in all honesty. But at the same time, it's one of many examples. And now uh, treating people, uh, Jewish people, uh, like crap is yet another acceptable behavior of the left because you just care a whole lot about what's going on in the Middle East. And you uh, think that a terrorist organization attacking and, and taking hostage innocent people is somehow OK. Uh, and Hamas is actually so connected or so, um, you know, focused on making sure that you believe uh, that their side of the aisle is somehow a victim uh, that they're actually refusing to release female hostages. This is something a bunch of our own uh, intelligence people told us the other day. They're refusing to release them because they don't want them in media talking about their experience of being hostages with Hamas. And the reason they're doing that is they believe they're winning the PR battle. So this this debate, this conversation, these protests and this experience of students at schools throughout the country is something that is actually creating a scenario where Hamas feels it's more intelligent to keep people hostage than to release them into the world to demonstrate how wrong so many are in essentially supporting them in the way in which they're saying that there needs to be peace in Palestine and peace in, in Gaza. Um, it's, it's something I never thought I'd see. I want to play one other thing. This is sort of relevant to what I'm talking about, and I thought it was really fascinating. Uh, this is another moment of the height of hypocrisy on the left. Uh, this is Riley Gaines in front of a few different politicians, uh, one congresswoman, uh, Congresswoman Lee, who essentially calls her a transphobic bigot. And then Riley Gaines turns that comment on her and she gets very mad about it. And I want to play just a little bit of that audio. And to me that although the title of this hearing implies a much needed discussion, we're likely going to be forced to listen to transphobic bigotry. Unsafe, unfair and discriminatory practices towards women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And ranking member Lee, if my testi testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. <laughs> I have, as the saying goes. Uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. Madam Chair, she's engaging in personalities. <laughs> Silence! Can I just ask how it's fair to be called transphobic? There's a thing. I would say men disguising themselves as women are engaging in personalities. Order. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I love how it devolved, by the way. That's a lot of different voices thrown around things. People that are testifying in front of Congress, Congress people trying to react to it. Uh, but it, it is fascinating uh, that the Congresswoman was so upset that she was called a misogynist in her stance against Riley Gaines and Riley Gaines' simple message of wanting to support women athletes in female sports and that made her so mad. I want it stricken. Remove it from the record. I can call her transphobic. She can't call me a misogynist. That's not fair. That's not right. Uh, but hypocrisy all over on the left. So easy to see. So very, very often. All right. Quick break. A lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.